This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1127. Thesaurus mistakes decrease your IELTS scores. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Today, you'll learn five vocabulary mistakes that lower students' writing scores. These words are taken directly from the thesaurus, but they are wrong. Learn the correct vocabulary today. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Great. Uh, I have a question for you. Mm, let's hear it. <laughs> I love like coming in hot with random questions. Um, I know, me too. When you were growing up, did you have like a paper thesaurus that you used like when you were in high school? Yes, absolutely. Me too. Um, me too. I remember like having it in my backpack. It was like, I feel like I either had a dictionary and a thesaurus or maybe a book that yeah. had both in one sort of. I totally, I totally had both. I've always, and I, like, you're the same way, I believe. Mm -hmm. We've always loved words and language. And I remember being so excited, like, when I first discovered there was such a thing as a thesaurus. I thought it was the coolest tool ever. Um, Yeah, I remember, like, from middle school on, I always had Roger's thesaurus and yes. a dictionary in my backpack. Um, it's you guys, students. You're so lucky. You don't have to carry all these books around with you anymore. Like, you know, it's all on your to. phone or your computer. Yeah. That's so lucky. Oh. So lucky. So lucky. Um, however, one thing that uh, is unlucky is that you can't use all these words listed in the thesaurus in exactly the same way, right? Like the the thesaurus gives you wonderful synonym lists, um, but it doesn't give you the context or the slight nuances and definitions. And this makes students take risks, which is good Mm -hmm. because they want to learn new vocab, but then they end up making mistakes, Exactly, right? So this is one of the most common vocabulary issues we see when we are giving feedback on essays, that we'll often see students trying to use higher level vocab, and they're just pulling a synonym that's listed on the thesaurus, and it doesn't mean the right thing in the context they're trying to use it in. And this ruins that vocab score. It's pulling it down. It can ruin your other scores if the examiner does no longer understand what you're saying. It can be really problematic. 
Right, exactly. So we're going to explain some of these words today and give you guys some fantastic, correct vocabulary. Um, and diving into words is always fascinating. So this will be a great conversation for that. But before we get to that vocab, you guys, um, we want to remind you that you can still enter the IELTS contest. What is the IELTS contest, Aubrey? Yes, we want you to recommend IELTS Energy to a friend. Anyone who's studying for IELTS or even just learning English that would love this great vocab, you can sign up to be an ambassador and share the podcast at allearsenglish.com slash IELTS contest, and you'll be entered to win fun prizes. So sign up today. Yeah, guys, the time is almost up. But if you share your personal link on Facebook, you could email it to a group of friends. You could you could share this link anywhere and everywhere, guys. You still have a chance to win. So go to allearsenglish.com slash IELTS contest and share the love of IELTS energy. Um, also, I want to give a quick shout out to 3 Key student Renata, who got amazing scores. First time she took the exam, by the way, she prepared with us and then she took the exam once and she is a done. Listening 8.5, reading 9, writing 7.5, speaking 7.5. Those are incredible Amazing. scores. Yeah. Yes, um, exactly. And to get such high scores, she definitely needed good vocab. So let's get into this, Aubrey. What is a recent uh, mistake that you saw? Okay, so I saw a student who was looking for a synonym for the word saved. They wanted to say individuals can be saved from these harmful effects. Mm. And they checked the thesaurus and they saw the synonym salvaged. (gasps) Unfortunately, (laughs) yes, it is very close. And the thesaurus definitely lists this as a synonym for saved. But we don't use this to mean saved or rescued a person, an individual. You'll often hear salvaged when we're talking about rescuing a ship that has been wrecked. We try to salvage anything we can that's on that, but we cannot say that we salvage a person. Yeah, salvaged, um, yeah. I, I mean, to save, for sure. That is part of the definition. So I see that as a synonym, but this word has evolved to be very specific, you guys. We right. salvage um pieces from garbage <laughs> or like right. a right. trash a wreck right and you salvage pieces of that like people go to the dump for example like with all the you know garbage from everywhere and they try to salvage uh things like valuable things people might have thrown away they can salvage those things or like Aubrey said a shipwreck a plane wreck a any of those things you can still save certain pieces from um that d- destruction so it's a very specific meaning right um so maybe we could use salvage on IELTS when we're talking about um the environment and recycling um this word certainly has a place because it is impressive At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. 
Yes, exactly. Right. It does have a meaning, but the context is so important. You just can't use it as a direct parallel for saving a person. But yeah, I love that idea. This is a band nine word. If you're talking about recycling in the environment, how we can try to salvage resources, salvage waste, then it's perfect. Yes, I love it. Because, yeah, I I love that word. It's a very pretty Mm -hmm. word. Um, So the next mistake is very interesting. So the adjective amusing, in the past, a long time ago, it was a straight synonym for interesting. And I've seen this in books that were written a while ago. Like I've Mm. seen this usage, but it's not a straight synonym anymore. So a student saw this as a synonym for interesting in the thesaurus and used it in an essay and said, musicians and sports stars are sometimes born with amusing skills. So nope, does not work anymore, guys. Mm -hmm. Amusing does not mean interesting. Amusing means like um, kind of funny. Like it makes you chuckle. It's not hilarious, right? It's not like super funny. It's just kind of funny and interesting. Yeah, I would say dad jokes would be considered amusing. Totally. Right? That would be great on IELTS speaking if you're talking about some jokes that are just a little bit funny. Like we'll say a dad joke. They're more corny and cheesy than actually like laugh out loud funny. Say those are amusing. You know, uh, I could see this being used easily on IELTS, guys, because, again, this is a great adjective um, to introduce a story or a little anecdote and be like, you know what? I just thought of a an amusing story or I'm going to share with you this little amusing thing that happened to me. Um, so this could definitely be used to describe a story you're telling, uh, no matter how long or short, if it's if it's like a little bit funny, it's a little bit entertaining, mm-hmm. right? I think amusing is like kind of funny, but also just like kind of entertaining, I would say. Yes, for sure. Okay, let's jump into this next one. So this is where a student used the word allowed to mean possible or... Yeah, so let me read the sentence they used it in. In sum, I maintain that countries should support others if financially allowed. And you can see how it would make sense if they said, if financially possible, if they are financially able. But to say allowed, I'm sure it is in the thesaurus as a synonym. But it has a more specific meaning with a different context. Right. So there's extra meaning here. Um, So financially possible just means like it's 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 directional. Let let me. This makes sense to me. I'll explain. It's directional. So if if the countries if financially allowed means that somebody else is giving them the power, is saying, yes, you may do this, right? Like, yes, you can do this. It's permitted, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. But financially possible means that it's coming from them. Nobody else, no outside power is telling them they can do this, right? They The power is within them, right? So I feel like allowed, it permitted is a great synonym for allowed. It's somebody else or something else is allowing you or giving you the ability to do that. Oh, yes, interesting. exactly. I know it is really interesting. So you do have to be careful here, right? Because this changes the whole meaning of this sentence to say, if financially allowed. Totally. We're implying here that, like you said, someone's giving them permission to do this. And that's not what the student meant. They just meant to say that it's possible, that they have the capability. So that would be a synonym that would work, right? If the financial capability exists. 
Right. Oh my gosh, that sounds so fancy. Um, guys, I want to remind you quickly, we have one more phrase, but the reason why we are explaining these differences is because this does matter for your score, you guys, your vocabulary score in writing and speaking. Um, guys, if you use a lot of amazing words, but you use some of them incorrectly, you still can't get a seven or higher for vocab. Right. So here's the thing, guys, like, yeah, you need impressive vocabulary, but it must be used correctly or your score goes down. Um, okay. So what is the last example here, Aubrey? So the last one is using the phrase out of work to mean out of service. Oh, so out of service. I know. Interesting, right? Out of work means unemployed, that someone does not currently have a job or have work. But listen to this sentence that the student used it in. They said, the civil sewage pipe is also somehow out of work along this road segment. So you can see what they mean to say it's out of service, right? Yeah, it doesn't work. Right. It doesn't. Yeah. So you could say it doesn't work, right? Mm -hmm. But to have it with the phrasal verb out of, to be out of work, yeah, it means like a person does not have a job, right? It can't Mm -hmm. describe a thing. Um, If a thing does not function, then you have to say it does not work. Oh my gosh, English is so hard. (laughs) I know, it's really tricky. And then just one little bonus I'm going to add. I see students often throw in somehow like this. Natives don't do this. It sounds awkward, right, to say, Mm. this is somehow out of work. We use somehow a little more differently, a little more specifically. We're talking about how this is sort of not understood how this happened. This happened somehow. This wouldn't work here because, you know, it's it's known by civil engineers, by city workers, why this pipe is out of work. So we would not use somehow here. We would just state this directly and say, this pipe is out of service. This pipe is not currently functioning. That's a good point. Um, And just this goes towards the idea that you should eliminate all unnecessary words anyway, right? Not only does it eliminate mistakes, but it helps your writing and your ideas become stronger when you are more direct. So words like somehow, something, someone, like just don't Mm -hmm. use those words in your academic writing. All right, Aubrey, thank you for sharing these uh, vocabulary notes with us today. Yes, for sure. I've been collecting these as I see them in essays because these are common mistakes. You, If you're out there and you're thinking, do I make these errors? Yes, you probably do. Every student is making these errors and just not realizing. So now you know, be careful with the thesaurus, learn vocabulary in context. When listening to a podcast, when listening to a TV show, write it down in your vocab notebook in context rather than just pulling from the thesaurus where the context might be incorrect. And if you're a Three Keys student, you can ask us in the Facebook group 24 hours a day. All right, Aubrey. Um, Cool. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. You too. See you next time. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.